0: it's not just about food you know feeding someone but it's also about how you produce it it's also about how what are the inputs the outputs how does that impact health all of these elements are connected we have to have balance between people and planet sometimes we do things because we want to address climate change or we want to address the environment and sometimes we often will do things because of health but the reality is we need to do both the idea is that we really wanted to kind of create a campaign that really helps people understand the interconnections between how food can be good for people, planet and prosperity, and that it needs to also have an element of equity so that everyone around the world has access and has access in different ways.
1: It's time for conversations about our food and how it's grown on Farm to Table Talk with your host, Roger Walson. Well, good food for all. I mean, that idea is something that'd be hard to object to. And I'm fortunate to talk to somebody today that's in the middle of trying to deliver on that, the good food for all. And it ties in uh, all around the UN food system. Lots of interesting connections here. But I want to welcome Paul Noonham. And Paul, you're the director of the, I'm going to say, SDG2 Advocacy Hub. Would you be surprised, Paul, if I told you you're the first person I know that had a title like that? not at all not at all
0: no it's great to be uh, great to be with you roger um and so you know the sustainable development goals which is uh sustainable development goal two which is around food agriculture and nutrition is part of 17 goals that the 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 un um has as their framework for development that every country in the world signed on to in 2015 and go through to 2030 and so they're at that framework and it's about how do we Um, Drive forward change.
1: So it started in 2015. You say it's going on to 2030. So what we've gone through recently with the UN Food System Hub is it's an annual event that people report on their progress and kind of raising the bar a little bit.
0: Yeah. So um, the the way that the sustainable the sustainable development goals there's 17 goals and they're essentially a plan for how we drive forward change and each of those goals get reported on um, by member state countries. So countries which are called member states for the UN um, and they they come and they report on their progress and it's a, essentially the plan for how do we drive forward. What's unique about the sustainable development goals is that there's 17 that talk about the intersections between them. So, um, you know, there's this like interrelationship between the different issues. So, you know, um, goal one is around poverty, goal two is around food and agriculture, nutrition, goal three around health. And so what they sort of look at is that all of these things are connected. And so this year, uh, two years ago, the UN uh, Secretary General called for the summit, which has just happened today. And the summit has was to bring together a conversation around how do food systems help us to accelerate progress on all 17 goals.
1: And these 17 goals, all are under the umbrella of good food for all. So... um,
0: Um, No, so so what we've done is we've created a public engagement campaign called good food for all, which looks at how do we drive forward um, through the food system, through the food that we eat, the choices we make, um, we drive forward that change. So it's a way to engage the public So, um, you know, as you talk about food systems, you don't often go and as you're walking down the street, have a conversation about food systems, Um, but you do talk about food often. You you think about food and you go, where does my food come from? What do I feel like eating? What do I enjoy? How does it make me feel? And so um, the idea is that we really wanted to kind of create a campaign that really helps people understand the interconnections between how food can be good for people, planet, and prosperity, and that it needs to also have an element of equity so that everyone around the world has access um, and has access in in different ways. And one of the things about the campaign that was really interesting is, um, you know, around the world, there's so many different uh, cultures, places, starting points, you know, even city to country, you know, um, different parts of the world. And and one of the challenges is, is to try and, Uh, sometimes people want a a universal answer. They want a one size fits all. And what we've we've said is that we need to ask the question, well, what does good food mean to you? And so we started this campaign really asking people all around the world to do a one minute video saying, what does good food mean to you? And people talked about different things, but as they start to talk about that, they also start to make connections. And I think in food systems and with the SDGs, this is what it's about. It's about connecting dots. It's about understanding that you know, um, there's different elements here that are all interconnected and joined up. And the choices we make around what we put in our, in, our, in our mouths affects our health. It affects our other people's livelihoods. It affects our planet in different ways. And so what we want people to do is to think about that and then think about how they can drive forward that change.
1: So I can kind of imagine doing that in a country I can't imagine doing that across the world. So in in every country, do you have somebody to work with that that you talk to them about the, the whole approach and then they're able to put their own style on it of what's going to work for them?
0: Yeah. So the UN Food Systems Summit, um, when it was called, they appointed Agnes Calabata, who's the special envoy, and then a small secretariat. But it's working across the UN system, and the UN system has many different offices and networks at at the country level, um, in 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 all the different parts of the world. And so, what we what we've done is worked through that system, um, but also developed some really interesting mechanisms to engage with people. So there was a unique thing called food system dialogues, which happened in many countries around the world, where people came together and had a facilitated dialogue around food systems. Um, where everyone's voices could be heard and they could hear and discuss um, the differences uh, between each person. So there's like there's some elements here where where that kind of stuff happens, which is um, which is really interesting.
1: My goodness, it'd be it'd be interesting. Are these programs online that people can see what's happening in various countries around the world?
0: Yeah, so um, so the UN Food System Summit on UN.org. If you go to the Food System Summit, there's a website. It's got action pages. It's got um, information about the dialogues. There's toolkits in all the UN languages, and so people can then self-organise and 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 member state governments. So governments have organised dialogues, civil societies organised dialogues, um, and then there's also been some global dialogues. And so that's just one example. On the campaign front, and that they're, they're good food for all. With, with one of the things we just started was um, we just uh, launched on Sunday, actually, something called Sustainable Sundays, where we're asking people to hope to have a climate friendly and healthy meal um, and to challenge somebody else to do it as their contribution to really driving forward good food for all. And um, and if, if they want to, to also donate a meal, you know, take one next door support an organization that, that provides a meal, but really to think about the choices that you make. Because I think sometimes these summits can be at that high level talking with governments, but then people go, well, how does that affect me? What does that mean for me? And obviously there is a direct connection, but it's also all of us in the world, all seven, you know, billion plus people, have choices they make. Um, and some of us have more choices than others. But we all can make choices that can either contribute to um, some of the challenges we face or um, or not, you know. And so we, we, we have to keep that in
1: mind you know it's it really is impressive to have that kind of that kind of a goal and be engaged like that i think we should back up just a minute though and give yeah. me a a little more explanation for people that are still scratching their head and wondering okay now tell me what exactly is the summit that just been completed and you know what happened there and why does it why does it matter in the total scheme of things
0: yeah so the um so the, the, the UN uh, Secretary-General is able to call summits together for heads of state. And so he called a the UN Food System Summit together to bring together a conversation to accelerate action on the Sustainable Development Goals. We have these goals that were set in 2015, and we're going through to 2030. And as we all know, we've seen lots of impacts of climate. We've seen big impacts around uh, with COVID, with conflict around the world all impacting in different ways um, our food system, Um, and that's put pressure in lots of places. And so he sees this summit as a way to accelerate a conversation globally and to drive action. Um, And so, you know, that's what the summit was about. And the summit then has, has happened today, and there's been pledges from, you know, many, many heads of state Um, civil society groups, uh, producer groups, um, all different groups coming in and and making commitments to work together on different issues. Um, These issues are from looking at, you know, oceans to Indigenous issues to um, waste to school meals, all kinds of elements in the food system, resilience, and then um, making commitments to also support that work and so that's through different agencies but it's also at the grassroots and so the summit is a is an opportunity for that dialogue and an opportunity to drive progress and to set a higher ambition to actually see us move forward
1: you know the summit was virtual this time as so many of these conferences are virtual now and i was really impressed Of watching how many heads of state that were participating. And I'm not used to that. I'm not used to being somebody being called your excellency either, which it seemed like everybody was an excellency. And that's a little different for me. But when you have prime ministers and presidents, and they, you know, they got up there and they talked about what mattered to them in the case of food. Uh, One of the things that came up very, very often was dealing with hunger. And then climate was mentioned, but I thought, you know, that is half the battle. If you can get the leaders to stand up and say, this is what we stand for. And they weren't all exactly alike. Some of them were emphasizing one thing and the others another, but they were, they were all heading the same direction. Yeah, And and I haven't seen anything like this before. Yeah. And it was just so impressive to see. So the leadership of all these different countries, express what they stand for and what they think is important and how we should be moving together with, you know, in the food system to feed the world.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, sometimes people don't fully grasp the, the power of diplomacy, but diplomacy is incredibly powerful. And and that alignment that you were talking about, Roger, that you, you were surprised by, um, or you're impressed by, It is something that has a huge amount of work goes on behind the scenes. Um, And there's been a huge amount of work happening, dialogues and discussions with governments too um, that have culminated here. But these summits are a culmination of what's been happening, but they're also just the beginning because this is now then when you've made those statements, now how do we actually get that done? And um, I think one of the things that I've been so impressed by by the UN Food Systems Summit is that it's helped do a couple of key things. It's connected for once and for all the idea that food is part of a system, that you can't just, it's not just about food, you know, feeding someone, but it's also about how you produce it. It's also about how, what are the inputs, the outputs, how does that impact health? All of these elements are connected. And then the other thing that I think is really interesting is that that we have to have balance between people and planet. Um, There is this, you know, Sometimes we do things because we want to address climate change or we want to address the environment. And sometimes we often will do things because of health. But the reality is we need to do both. We need to see, you know, actions which are actually addressing multiple um, fronts. And so that's something that um, I uh, think is really, really um, great to see is that that dialogue has now changed. And it's also changed from just being seen as something that's in Some UN agencies that do, you know, food security um, or some food agencies to everyone, like you had UN Environment Program, you had UNHCR, UNICEF, all the different agencies working and understanding the role food systems play for driving forward transformation, which I think is just really awesome.
1: You know, again, it's it's awesome that you get them all together and they're they're getting themselves aligned. And I think, again, once you stand up and say, this is what I believe and I'm going to stand for this, um, it's hard to nail politicians down to have them take those kind of stands. You know, usually they're trying to find all sorts of ways that they could have some wiggle room. You know, they want to backtrack sometimes if they're in a different situation. But, but these folks all stood up and it reminded me and. Paul, you might relate to this. I've been involved in some UN environmental conferences and, in fact, uh, was put into a working group. Have you done those before? Yeah. You know, what's really funny, because in other working groups I was in, maybe it was u- unique to ours, is that they said, okay, well, we had difference of opinions with a couple of other countries. And so I got to organize a working group. And so I said, let's all go to the bar. And we could go down to the bar and sit and talk and talk until, you know, two o'clock in the morning, maybe, and then be able to go in the next day and give a report and saying, well, you know, we've talked about this and and we're suggesting this is a, a good approach. But it just, it wouldn't have to been the bar. We could have done the lobby probably. But it just struck me that that idea of allowing for people to really talk it through and find common ground, it was such a, a, a reasonable approach.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, look, one of the things is, you know, and this is something that with, with, with these kind of conversations is how do we build consensus? How do you kind of, you don't have to get everyone to agree, but how do you hear each other and dialogue in a safe space that you can then um, really kind of drive together some activation and then move the conversation forward? And I think, you know, it's about building these narratives and and the Good Food for All campaign has been one of those, which is to try and create open spaces which enable action rather than, you know, getting people locked into conversations where they can't drive forward um, change.
1: You know, and I listened to these different voices of suggestions. And and there was a few times, Paul, where I said, well, I don't think you quite have this, the whole picture. I really would like to get back to them because you would see somebody was saying, well, this is the direction we have to go. And, it, you know, we have to have no chemicals at all or no fertilizers at all or, or only this and that. And then somebody else would take a little different slant. And I just see opportunities either for industries or other groups to say more like the working group idea and say, you know, Mr. Prime Minister, could we talk to you about that? Because, you know, we, we think that you ought to be considering this and that. So is there follow up when you see all these countries that have slightly different takes on it? that it's somebody's job or someone's opportunity to go back to them and say, you know, I think you're missing something here and could we suggest you look at this, this and this?
0: Yeah, look, I mean, so one of the things about the UN Food System Summit, it was really important. They had a scientific advisory group that came in and really looked at all of the science out there and really came and then created some, some guidance papers for the different action tracks to really help them to understand Here's, some, here's what we're, we're understanding and seeing out there. And the idea for that is to help give a basis for the conversation. Because I think as you're, you're saying, Rogers, you know, everyone's got perspectives, everyone's got opinions, everyone's got ideas, um, and we can dialogue around them. But at the same time, we also need to be able to look at what the science says. And we need to say, let's look at what the science says and how do we use that um, to actually in inform the actions that are being taken and the investments that are being made
1: yeah well and and so how do we measure progress at this stage because we've seen this dynamic taking place you've had these conversations this summit has taken place what happens next to continue to pull people closer and closer together and get closer to the goals that really good food for all
0: yeah so I think, I think what happens now is, and this is the last session of the, the conversation, is there's obviously um, being developed country pathways um, and each country will take on responsibility for driving forward an agenda and a set of commitments in their country. But you always hold that intention with civil society, with other groups that are then holding people accountable to each other. And so it's, it's about taking forward those plans and really doing that. And then there's agencies, UN agencies and others other expert groups that then give advice to help cuz sometimes you'll make a commitment but the, then it's about how do you implement that what does that look like and it's got to be very contextual um the world continues to shift um you know none of us knew that covid was coming 2 years ago and that's fundamentally shifted the world and so you have to be responsive and you have to be adaptive and that's um really important and so that's some just a little bit i suppose of of some of the challenges and so as we look at things like um, the, the Good Food for All campaign, what we're really trying to do is also build um, everyday people to see that they can take action. Um, through seeing that food is something that is there, it's more than just what we eat. It's more, it's, it's a thing that connects us, it brings us together, and it and it creates then a vision of a future. Um, and, and, and what we can then do is ensure that we're really advocating for people um, to all be able to celebrate that, to respect cultures, to be able to respect all of those elements. Because I think in in, in the past, sometimes the conversation when it's come to food has been about, you know, hunger and famine. And that's really important and we need to address it. But, you know, at the same time, in some parts of the world, you've had people going from not having enough food to having significant health issues because of the type of food that they're eating. Um, And so you've got to see that it's not just a linear, it's it's much more systemic and you have to think about it that way. And so that's part of why we also are are thinking about this kind of campaign messaging around good food for
1: all. Yeah. Well, well, and let's, let's just look a few minutes. And I want to wrap up because I know you're busy. I really appreciate having the chance to have this conversation with you now, but as you look down the road, there's another stage coming and there's some other kind of connected events. I mean, when I look at, um, Save climate. So much came up with climate in this summit, and I would imagine most of these countries are going to be involved in COP twenty six that's going to be taking place in Glasgow in in November. Yeah, uh, would some of these uh, these uh, suggestions on on climate find their way to the COP twenty six conversations?
0: Yeah. So one of the, the reasons um, with the campaign Good Food for All is that. We really wanted to also frame that that food is a transformative um, element and, and it can go to COP. So we're hoping that at COP, at the Nutrition for Growth Summit, and then going beyond at other conversations, there's this message that can be pulled through um, and build on the commitments that have been made at the UN Food Systems Summit. Um, they can also have other commitments made at COP and then on to the other events that are coming. There's the Biodiversity COP. There's other events coming in, in the coming years.
1: So looking down the road, are there some, could you give us an example of some of the other events that might happen after the COP26 uh, event?
0: Yeah, so um, the first one is that there's a, um, an event uh, happening called Nutrition for Growth. Um, and it's been hosted by the Japanese government. Um, and it's really looking at nutrition commitments. It's used, It was a conference that was started alongside the Olympics by the UK government. And then has happened as a result. With the changes in the dates and everything, it's been a little challenging. But this is a, a, a pledging conference around nutrition. Um, and then, you know, as you go into the new year, there's also the World Expos on. And so there's going to be a number of activations around that. There's a Food and Agriculture Week that's happening there. Um, and then there's other events. So there's regular UN events, which also evaluate um, and track on the sustainable development goals that happen, you know, at, at each year at the high, high level political forum, um, where they bring together people and, and countries report on this. So there's a number of things that are going to continue to happen. But this has been a really big year to think about food systems, to think about the role and elevate really the, the, the dialogue and also the solutions and the ambition around how do we drive forward change.
1: Paul, what suggestion do you have to somebody that says, I, I want to keep track of this, I want, to be, I want to watch what's going on and maybe be able to get involved at some point in time. But if those that might be listening to this podcast say, you know, I want to keep an eye on it, how, how do you do that?
0: Yeah, so I mean, obviously, um, these things can be quite, you know, all-encompassing. It some in some ways, but I, I would say what what would be is is connecting to either an organisation that's working in this space that has a good, you know, newsletters and good updates on this. Um, the UN agencies also do this; they have information on their sites. Um, obviously, the Good Food for All campaign you can check out and, you know, we are going to be giving updates on actions people can take, moments that happen and, you know, are on, on social media there as well. Follow the UN Food System Summit, you know, um, at their social accounts, they have an amazing amount of conversations and information, They lots of stuff to help you understand um, what's being committed what the science says what are the opportunities where where is all of that so i would i would look at those um those social sites um, but also you know think about an organization in your country your area that might be able to i mean obviously you know this podcast would be a great place to start you know listen to somebody who's helping you guide you through some of these dialogues and these conversations and then the other thing I always love is I always love picking up a book sometimes and 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 reading something that's Kind of challenges my thinking somewhat
1: Well, I tried to do that, and I think my uh, thinking is getting challenged quite a bit, and uh, you've challenged the thinking today. I really appreciate it. And I want to ask you too one other thing about good food for all. Do you have a website for good food for all?
0: so if you go if you go to un uh, UN.org, um and then you can, you can go in there and if you go under the actions there is um, information there about good food for all um, and I can give you that link so you've got it there. But if you go, it's, it's under the Take Action site on un.org, and then it's, it's forward slash food system summit.
1: Well, I really admire what you're doing. And I'm happy that we've had Paul Noonan with us today. Paul, thanks for being on Farm to Table Talk.
0: Thank you so much for um, having me, Roger. Mm-hmm.
1: You've been listening to Farm to Table Talk with your host, Roger Wasson. If you like what you hear, go to farmtotabletalk.com and follow up.